0: This episode of the Prudu Mortai podcast is brought to you by PMTlifestyle.com. Authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Prudu. Definitely go check out the website at pmtlifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise. That's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. So what do you call This is Jonathan over at the Pu'u Muay Thai Podcast. Today we have Miss Jules Marie Perez. How are you doing today, Jules?
1: I'm lovely. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. We were just talking a little bit before we started recording here. Uh you know, it's been a while <laughs> since we yeah, talked.
1: Yeah, it has been.
0: Yeah. Um so for for those that don't know you, um you you basically you fought uh amateur Muay Thai and kickboxing for quite a while, right? Right. Yeah. So where where were you, like where are you based out of?
1: Um training wise, yeah. yeah, I'm based out of um, Central Coast, mm-hmm. California, Paso Robles, and I train at knockout boxing gym and fitness mm-hmm. um under Adrell Pepinito.
0: Okay, awesome. So you you we're talking a little bit over the past three years you've been making a transition from Muay Thai to uh strictly boxing, is that correct? That is. Awesome. And uh what what prompted that decision? I'm just curious. <laughs>
1: I know it's, it's a question that many of people have <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and, you know, and I have to, I feel like I have to be, when I do answer that, I have to be very careful with the words that I use. So mm. if at any time I'm kind of slow and I pause, it's because I'm trying to find the right words to use. No worries. Um, but um, what it really comes down to when it came to, <clears throat> my professional career. I mean, obviously, as an amateur, um, it was a fairly successful career. Um, When it came to my professional career, there was a lot of different elements that were in the mix. And Mm. I felt that I really didn't have some solid guidance. I was kind of just here and there, training here, training there. And then after my second pro fight, it just came down to you know what Jules you just need to take some time out and really reflect on what you're doing right now and just go with what your intuition is telling you mm-hmm. I mean I can't quite say put into words all the yeah. time what it is I'm feeling but um while I was cross-training and boxing you know a draw head away he's told me you know he's like you have absolutely everything you need to be a boxer, and. If you ever If you ever want to, if you ever think about it, this is a, a world that you should be in. Yeah. And so I so I just kind of took that and ran with it.
0: Good. You know, and that kind of comes into like uh, Muay Thai. It doesn't have the same uh, building structure of boxing because it's been around the U.S. Right. for so long. You know, and that, right. that infrastructure as like a pro fighter in, you know, from amateur to pro in the U.S. is such like a hard line of like when you do it. Mm-hmm. and uh i think it's just now starting to get a little bit better it's like you know people like you and me we were you know we're early that's what it is yeah it's just the muay thai is early in, in development here in the u.s um mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of people who have made that transition from muay thai and then they're like shit there's no way for me to continue as a pro so uh in muay thai so i'm gonna go over boxing right you know, mm-hmm. So it, it it makes sense, uh, especially for our area that we're in, like you said, in um, in Paso Robles.
1: So oh, yeah. It's it's so limited.
0: Yeah. There's not, you don't have like, there's not Muay Thai events going on up here. There's boxing events.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, it's like not no MMA, it's boxing. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully that changes in the future, though. I know we were talking a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. briefly about that, but... Um, you know, let, let's rewind a little bit uh, to kind of go over your amateur Muay Thai career. You know, you won the U.S. Muay Thai Open, correct? Yes. Okay. So was that the East Coast or the West Coast one?
1: The East Coast one.
0: East Coast in New York, right? And uh, what, what weight class was that at, Jules?
1: Um, It was 125. That's what I weighed in at.
0: 125 pounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So U.S. Muay Thai Open champion, and then you also had some notable wins. I think the one that most rings in my mind is you have a notable win over one championship fighter, uh, Jackie Buntin, uh, when she was an amateur also. I think it was one of her last amateur fights as well. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So was that your last amateur fight?
1: Yeah, actually, you know what? That was my last amateur one.
0: Yeah. Uh, see, look. Why do I know this shit?
1: Know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how my brain works. And then you fought on uh, Push Kick Promotions, correct? So that was your yes. pro debut. Mhm. Okay, and you fought against Natalie Morgan, right? Yes. Okay. Again, I don't know why I remember this stuff, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, what was the result of that fight? Was it? Uh, did you get the win or was it? What was
1: it? That one, I lost by decision.
0: Lost decision, five round decision, right? Yes. Yeah, not bad. I just, Natalie just fought this, like, uh, last weekend out in Denver, Colorado,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: where they have amateurs and professionals mixed together and fighting.
1: I know. I noticed that. I was like, wow, I didn't know they actually do that. <laughs> That's the
0: first time. And this is where I was saying, like, it, it's just now kind of getting to the point where there's some different, like, cultural changes happening within Muay Thai and sanctioning. That's going to allow a, a smoother transition, I feel, between professional and amateur. Mm. Um, but then, <laughs> you're still getting this big gap. You know, you get the people who've had, you know, 60 amateur fights, and then they went pro, and then they're fighting, like, glory kickboxing, all these other the kickboxing and pro Muay Thai fights. And then they're fighting these amateurs who are just, like, ten-fight amateurs coming into this tournament. And it's like there's a big gap there, and right It's like uh, should they be in the ring together, probably not. <laughs> uh but I think that gap's gonna kind of change with tournaments like that um what like for you going into boxing, obviously, since you were registered with C-SAC as a professional fighter, you couldn't mm-hmm. go back to amateur for boxing, correct
1: exactly hmm
0: so, what have you been doing to transition from I guess, from Muay Thai to boxing, what has that process looked like for you?
1: Oh, man, just trying to rewind back to three years. Um, I think with the struggle as far as, I mean, in Muay Thai, one would not see me fight and think, oh, it's, it's hard for her to let her hands go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> But people in boxing, it's like, oh, like when I first started transitioning it's like oh you need to learn how to let your hands go I would I would hold and delay my deliveries with my hands so it was really just getting the conditioning in Mm -hmm. my in my upper body and just the automatic response to continue using my hands
0: yeah and And then also
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and also with the mechanics like learning the different rhythms of boxing and knowing how to move your head. I didn't move my head whatsoever. And they would always tell me you get your straight up and down all the time. Like, I know that's, you know, it's from Muay Thai. Yeah. And so I had to get in the habit of being able to move my head. And so it's really just like, I think the big difference between Muay Thai and boxing is the mechanics, knowing which way to move after, after a certain hit. And which I love it. It's beautiful. It's like dancing.
0: Yeah. It's, it creates, it's definitely like a a lot of people and you know, this It's like, Mm -hmm. we're, it's a big boxing community here and they see if you're doing more tech, like, Oh, you're doing it wrong. It's like, no, we're just doing a different sport.
1: Right. Exactly. That's that's
0: kind of what I'm getting into is like, Hey, they have some crossover. I mean, they're both wearing gloves. They're both in a ring, knocking each other out with a punch and boxing. The targets are different uh Muay Thai. Uh, there's some similarities, but they're also very different. Like you're talking about rhythm, timing, where you can punch from, uh, mm-hmm. all these different things that kind of go into that. Um, what would be like, I guess, what would you say uh, along with like having to change like, head movement, timing? You know, what what has the sparring been like for you? Real quick, while I have your attention, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Hydronic Hydration. Hydronic Hydration is a rehydration formula. It's an oral oral replacement solution. I know it's a little bit of a tongue twister. Uh, you can visit them at Hydronic. That's H-Y-D-R-O-N-I-Q-U-E, hydration.com. Uh, you can go check it out. It has uh, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, 400 milligrams of elderberry for your, mag, uh, for your immune system. It's got magnesium, zinc, all the host of electrolytes you're going to need to be able to rehydrate effectively. So the whole premise behind Hydronic was to have a simple hydration solution for healthcare workers during the height of the pandemic, where they couldn't really take off their masks repeatedly to be able to hydrate properly, and they'd have to operate, you know, 10, 12 hours at a time like this. So it's a great solution. I see a lot of benefits uh, in this for fighters, especially during weight cuts or rehydration after weight cuts or during those long training sessions during the winter times where people tend to get a little bit... (laughs) sniffled up. It could be a good time to supplement inside of your water, and I highly recommend go check it out. The link is in the show notes, and they do sponsor this podcast, so I just want to give a shout to Hydronic Hydration for supporting the podcast, and if you enjoy this podcast, go check out their website, check out their story, and we'll get right back to it.
1: The sparring, well... The, the sparring still is limited for me just because, again, I mean, being a female in this area, there isn't a whole lot of female fighters, let alone boxers. So like, I'm still in the same spot as I was before. And I'm sparring just the younger, smaller dudes, which which I love. You know, it totally works for me. Um, but the sparring is definitely different. Um, in, Mu- in Muay Thai, you know, we would spar without headgear and, you know, just work on technique and, you wouldn't have to worry about getting, taking too many head blows, but in boxing is definitely more rigorous. I would mm-hmm. never spar in boxing without headgear. Yeah, for
0: sure just because but your eyes, your nose, your head, all.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just more, there's more intention behind it. And also I think because when you're boxing, you're, you're always just training your one arsenal, your hands. So even if you're th- even when you're throwing, you don't mm-hmm. realize that you're throwing hard. Like, I throw harder than I did before just because I'm always using my hands now. Damn. I'm not using my legs, my <laughs> knees. I'm not using anything else just yeah. but my hands.
0: Yeah. Well, um, kind of going through, like, that sparring process, I this is just totally shooting from the hip here. We actually have a, a, a girl. She fought in that tournament, uh, and she's been doing some strict boxing sparring. I know she's a little bit bigger than you, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe you guys can link up, or you, you ladies can link up. Uh, and be able to oh, get around yeah. it and stuff too.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I've sparred. I, I I did have a female I was sparring with, and she was bigger than me too. Yeah, but it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. We we were actually a good match.
0: Good, good. Yeah. Well, it, it it gives you like a little bit of like a stylistic difference because then you're using more of your movements, speed around people like that too, mm-hmm. uh, in like a boxing sense. So uh, kind of going through balancing your training and stuff too because you're a mother, right? Yes. Yeah. I, how many kids you
1: got? Well, I have my daughter, so uh, she's nineteen. Mm-hmm. And then um my partner's son, my mm-hmm. son, um he's twelve.
0: He's twelve. so mm-hmm. what what's that like that uh, dynamic of balancing like work, life, uh, and training?
1: Yeah, I mean, like it's like I know it's very cliche to say, but when it comes to training and you you work full time, you have a family, you have to learn how to train smarter, not harder. Mm. As I'm sure many people have heard, like, I know if I have to wake up in the morning and work a full day, and then come home to a family, I know I have to be really selective with my energy. And um, I can't really afford to do these long, rigorous workouts, I have to make them short and sweet.
0: Mm. Yeah. So and what do you do for your uh, day job?
1: I am an accounting supervisor at Cal Poly State University. So I oversee um, the payroll department, um, the billing department, as well as our travel unit.
0: Damn, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> From pro boxing to that, to being yeah. a, a family person. I, I, love, I love the mix, and this is something where I, I want to bring this kind of stuff to light for people because they don't realize that people that are in the ring, they're just everyday people. Mm-hmm. You know? So and you do have... So you have your pro boxing debut coming up. Uh, what are the details on that? Is that, uh, is that Chumash, correct?
1: Yes. It's April 1st at the Chumash Casino.
0: Chumash Casino Resort. That's in San Ynez, California, correct? Yes. Okay. So um, who, who are you fighting on that? Who are you mashed against?
1: Um, Her name is Sandra Magaion.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I think she's from... Uh, I haven't really done. Yeah. Really let's see where she's from, but she, I believe she's from um, either the Bay Area or Nor- Nor- NorCal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Sacramento. And she's coming down for the fight. Yes.
0: Is this somebody else who's? Uh, is it also pro debut or somebody's already fought pro before? Do You know.
1: Um, on the card.
0: You, no, for her the opponent. Oh,
1: for her. Oh, it's her pro debut.
0: Pro debut. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. So you guys are both uh, both of you ladies making pro debut uh, against each other. I the know. General so uh what what weight class is this at?
1: This is um wet one twenty five one twenty
0: five perfect so um, kind of going into that, it was kind of like shorter notice too, right? it's like what, like three or four weeks,
1: yeah, like I think I found out four weeks ago, I'm like, oh shit, man, I need to cut some weight then <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> was because I was training for a Spartan race. So oh, I shit. was, you know, I was Bullying eating up. and I was doing weights, and so like I was trying to be strong, uh, you know. And so I'm like, okay, now I got to cut all that. All right, let's go.
0: <laughs> You're not accustomed to it though, so
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you know, for Tree and Casino, do you have tickets available for those two?
1: I do. Yeah, I have okay. some.
0: So if people wanted to reach out to you and get a hold of you, are you t- do you have any sponsors for this or anything like that?
1: No, I don't. Yeah. Everything just happens so suddenly. I'm just kind of
0: Damn it, Jules. It's... Well, we, for the next one, we got to We got to change that. You let us know, know. we we can help, uh, get some, get some wind behind your sails and stuff like that. Um, well, you know, kind of going into that too, uh, for the fight. So you have a pro debut April 1st at Chumash Resort Casino in San Ynez, California. Uh, how can people follow? I, I guess the the best way they can support you is by supporting you on social media. If they can't make it,
1: is that oh, correct? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So how can how can people find you?
1: Um. So my username is G underscore I underscore Jules. and it's I like your eyes and your in your head. Oh, like G, oh, that's right. G <laughs> G I. yeah
0: E Y E. underscore
1: Jewels. So you spell jewels. J E W E L S.
0: Okay, perfect. So G underscore I-E-Y-E underscore Jules, J-E-W-E-L-S. I'll make sure to put this in the show notes for anybody that's listening to this later on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. Go check out Jules. She's an amazing person, great fighter. Um, She's a bit of a bully in the ring, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember going, going around queens with mario finding his stoop talking about where bully yeah. you are so.
1: oh i know i know my my partner and I were just reminiscing about new york yeah. you know how we're all up there and just you know roaming the streets i'm like i know i still have kate's beer can right here that i saved <laughs> that that madonna ipa that just kind of liked her can i still have it oh that's that's
0: <laughs> hilarious that is hilarious Yeah, that's Talk about like it, this is where I'm just I I was so happy like Margaret told me about this like dude you need to get on the podcast I'm like I oh, would love it uh, you know I hope we hopefully next time we can get you in in person because we usually do it live from State Street we do out the front of the front of the academy here we're right on the oh, yeah. State in Figueroa so you, like after this camp you gotta come by and say hi and we gotta get, uh, sit you down and have a have a post fight podcast
1: oh yeah that would be great awesome
0: well um. You know, kind of going into, uh, for this fight camp and stuff like that, short notice, uh, fighting against another pro debuter, uh, you know, do you guys have like a game plan going into this kind of thing? Do you know if your trainer does, or is it kind of just go out there and treat like any other fight?
1: Yes. um, Well, part of my game plan, which I didn't have last fight, was defense, which Mm -hmm. I've been working on for the last three years, so... Mm -hmm pretty confident in in the defense and um who I was training with for the last couple years in our gym Mm. we worked a lot um more in the pocket work Mm. um which I wasn't you know good at um just because like in Muay Thai I didn't I did not like clinching yeah so (laughs) so being in the pocket wasn't something I wasn't comfortable with so it so we got comfortable with that And then, so now we just have to um, switch back to what I've always been great at too, which is my outside fighting and my Mm. footwork.
0: Nice.
1: So it's really just been knowing how to transition from the inside and going back on the outside
0: Mm.
1: and being more versatile in there so I can use my strengths and my defense. Mm.
0: Good. So uh, with like the inside, outside fighting, that kind of in between. So when you say inside fighting, Explain it for me. Pretend I'm a dummy. So for boxing, (laughs) uh, inside fighting, obviously Muay Thai, clinchings encouraged, knees, elbows, all that stuff. So inside fighting and boxing is gonna be much different because you're pressing up against them, of course. Yes. Uh, You know, learning how to position your head, how to duck under punches. But like, what are some key things that you feel uh, that you didn't have that that you've added to your arsenal? That's in there that um, some people might not know about in boxing
1: or the inside fighting. Um, well, for starters, I mean, I didn't keep my chin down as much that as I used to. So it was learning just how to always keep my chin down. Mm. And, um, also what I didn't realize on the inside of boxing is you don't necessarily have to, you don't have to see your opponent to know what they're going to throw. Mm-hmm. You can, you have to learn how to use your body to feel what they're going to be delivering. Mm-hmm. And also, and just knowing intuitively what the mechanics are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you throw, you know, if you throw a left hook, you know, it's a strong likelihood that they're going to throw a left hook. So when you throw that left hook, you got to get in the habit of weaving right under it and expect mm-hmm. it as they're throwing it. Okay, so, um,
0: kind of uh, uh-huh.
1: huh. Yeah, so that was something I definitely had to learn and get used to. Mm.
0: Different timing because mm-hmm. the tools are different.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh man. Well, um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what the outcome is for you. Um, you know, we 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 wish you nothing but success on this uh, this new venture for you and everything. I'm super stoked to see uh, somebody going in. You know, boxing obviously. Uh, hopefully you're getting paid a little bit more than uh
1: <laughs> yeah in muay thai Yeah, that's the difference between boxing and muay thai you know boxing pays a little bit better <laughs>
0: oh yeah yeah that's uh-huh. something that a lot of people i'm sure you know this. like like, oh you must be getting paid a lot as i do i got paid 800 bucks to go get elbowed in the face you're like what <laughs> like, and the medicals cost 1200 bucks they're like, what, what, how does that make sense I know. You're like, it doesn't
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't make sense
1: I know it doesn't. Well, no.
0: <laughs> uh, um, super stoked to hear about that. So April first, Chumash Resort Casino for uh, World Fighting Championship, correct? WFC. Yes. with For Matt, awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, hit up g i g underscore i e y e underscore jewels uh, over on Instagram. Get your tickets April first at Chumash Casino and Resort. It's going to be a banging fight. If uh, if Jules fights anyway, like she did before, I'm just going to say it's going to be a fucking banger. And you guys are not <laughs> going to want to miss it. So go check it out. Uh, she's a badass fighter uh, from the Central Coast. So uh, we definitely need more women fighters. And uh, I can get behind you 100% Jules. I appreciate you.
1: Awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thank
0: you. All right. That's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me. If you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing...